This week's episode is brought to you by Design by Dunbar. If you need a logo design, flyers, e-commerce, website, or anything at all, go check out Designs by Dunbar at www.facebook.com slash design by Dunbar. Hey guys, this is Mr. Excellence Brandon Scott, and you're listening to the Nerds of Wrestling Podcast. Check them out. <laughs> Brandon, what is going on, my man? How are you? doing good man i just you know left the gym yeah trying to get the workouts in there you go i i just got home from work not too long ago and i walked so that was my that was my gym exercise yeah i just did a lot of cardio nice how's that going yeah there you go and how was that it was good man it was good i I hate cardio but it's gotta be done man (laughs) it's gotta be done man you're right uh this is a common question I ask a lot of people since I've been doing the podcast all the way in March. What have you been up to during this whole pandemic? You know, man, uh, it's crazy. Like I've been, I've been wrestling going on 15 years. I started when I was 17 and like, I've never taken a break off wrestling at all. Like I may have missed maybe a weekend here and there, you know, maybe because a booking got canceled or whatnot. But, uh, I really never had any time off. I've never been injured. Knock on wood, I've never had any serious injuries that, you know, have taken me out, you know, for weeks or months or even a year. So I've been lucky that way. So, like, just thinking, like, what am I going to do with myself that I have all this time off, you know? And, like, it was kind of scary because I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, I have a free weekend now. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's crazy, man. Like, when you really think about it, it's like, what? What does a wrestler do when they don't have any events or shows on their weekends? I mean, that's just, that's what I do. I travel every weekend for shows. So it was kind of crazy to be like just haunting. Like the last show I did was the last week of February, which was MCW. And the following week I was supposed to be at VCW in Hampton, Virginia. And like they had the show on until last minute. Like everything was going down. And then last minute the school was like, no, no show. What? And I just hoped it on that Saturday. It was just really weird. Wow. Man, I felt like, I feel like a lot of this, a lot of people have got, was affected by this pandemic differently. More, you know, more good than other people. You know, a lot of people took it as a positive and a lot of people took it as a negative. But, you know, it, I feel like things are slowly but surely starting to look normal again. Right, man. It's It's still like <laughs> crazy, man, because like, you know, uh, college just came back. I live in a college town, so JMU just came back, and they've already had over 100 cases Jesus. of COVID. And now that they just posted, I just read online that they, they're they doing online classes because all the kids want to do is just, you know, get together in groups and party because JMU was just, just – and they're just, you know, they're a party school. So it's just uh, the the – the, the virus isn't going to go away anytime soon, I don't, I don't think. It's not, especially with, um, you know, the, the flu season around. It's, it's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, man. Like, even my job that I work at on a normal basis, uh, it, has, it hasn't even opened up yet. Really? Yeah. Damn. Like, we're, we're there, like, inside, but we're not open. So, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. This, this whole thing is wild. What do you do for work, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I'm, I just work at a bank. Uh, I, I'm a banker. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah I work at BB&T. 
kind of crazy, you know. Gotta gotta have that health insurance, man. Of course, can't of course. Hurt, can't get risk hurting in wrestling and not having insurance. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love, you know. Hopefully, one day, you know, we'll have that that full time wrestling deal where you know I have that contract in hand where I don't have to work a normal job and I can be, you know, just living up my dream. Um, but other than that, you know, I, I've been, you know, the gym opened up back at the beginning of January. So I just been hitting the gym as hard as I can. Uh, just, you know, trying to get in the best shape that I can, man. And since we haven't had wrestling, you know, the body's had time to heal up. So you don't have those little nagging injuries. Oh, yeah. Or like being hurt all the time or feeling hurt all the time. So I've been able to get in the gym every day, uh, you know, just, just trying to be the best I can. But uh, other than that, haven't been really doing anything planning my wedding with my fiance that is just crazy man you don't realize how much work goes into a wedding <laughs> until you actually start planning one and how much money comes out of your pocket oh man oh well I, i'm not looking forward to that oh dude it's crazy but it's it's a fun time it's I'm a blessing excited. though yeah it, it's gonna go fast we get married next august august 28th so like it's i just i i can't wait for that day i mean it's exciting i didn't think you know I'd ever get married. Yeah. But, you know, I met the, you know, the perfect soulmate. She's perfect for me, you know. So, Aww. she's the best thing that's happened in my life. <laughs> I love that, so, man. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Well, and, congratulations. Yeah, and like I said, other than that, man, Jim. Oh, and I bought a PS4, man. I bought a PS4 as soon as the pandemic hit. <laughs> and I don't even play games. <laughs> but I was like, I'm home home every weekend now i have time to play some playstation man there you go what kind of games did you get um i'm actually into i, I like like madden of course i like the 2k um i but i've been playing this new game it's it's not new to me but i mean it's new to me but it has it's been out for a while but dead by daylight I don't okay know you know about that yeah i heard about it yeah man that's my jam yeah, I'm really into 2K. I'm really into Madden. ML, MLB, bro, I could play MLB The Show for hours on end. I love, love, love baseball video games. Have you played the new Madden? Madden with the yard? I have not. I got. Dude, I heard it was very good. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's almost like, you know, the neighborhood on the 2K. So, you know, That's so sick. You, uh, you have the yard where you can build your own character. And, like, you play, you play with your friends and you play against other people. So, it's pretty cool, man. But <laughs> I'm definitely gonna get the new Tony Hawk game when it comes out. I think it drops this weekend. This week. Oh yeah, that's gonna be cool too. A little throwback. Yes, I can't wait. You know, other than playing PS4, man, have you been keeping up with uh wrestling at all? Dude, I do, man. I, I watch every now and then. I, I I pretty much keep up with the pay per views and uh sometimes I'll watch Raw, but it's it's hard for me to watch just because there's no fans yep. involved. It's completely different, like um, at first, I was okay with it, but then, like, as weeks went on, I'm like, man, I really miss seeing the people there. The atmosphere is completely different. You can tell it's all different, and uh, I'm glad they're doing a little different, you know, with, you know, having the actual, you know... The virtual fans. The virtual fans, yeah. yeah. And that's pretty cool. I mean, it's a cool idea, cool concept, and it, it helps out a little bit. And, uh, you know, they're, they're just doing their thing, though, man. They're doing the best they, they can, I feel like with the situation they have they've been providing great you know great entertainment great wrestling for you know for us and for everybody 
um, which they didn't have to do. So No, they didn't. I give credit to WWE, Impact, and AEW. They've been putting on shows nonstop since this whole pandemic, so we really can't complain. Yeah, I mean, like, everybody's going to have something to complain about, and yeah. they're going to find something to complain about. But at the end of the day, we're all here to do the same thing, and uh, you're here there, you're there to watch, or you're just you're watching because you, you just love it, man. And and I love wrestling, man. So, but it's it's just sometimes it's you know it's hard to watch without you know that atmosphere of you know wrestling fans being there. It is, and it's different. It's gonna take a while. It took a while, long time to get used to. I couldn't watch it, um, you know, when they were doing it at the PC. But when they finally started putting, you know, the virtual fans out there, I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is awesome. Like, at least it's not rest. I mean, the wrestlers in the crowd were really cool, but it kind of got boring after a yeah. while, you know? Like, like not to lie, <laughs> WrestleMania, like, for them not having any fans there, they put on a hell of a show. They did. I, I thought it was really good, man. I mean, it's the best what they could have done in the situation that they were presented at that time. Yeah. And I'm just glad that WrestleMania did go down. Because who knows when WrestleMania is going to happen again. Hopefully it'll be back by next April and everything will be back to somewhat of a normal by the end of the year or by January. I hope so, man. I I really do. Uh, Speaking of all that wrestling, did you catch Payback on Sunday? I did, man. I watched it and I thought it was was good for, you know, having a pay-per-view the very next week. Yes. And so... I agree. I, I I really enjoyed Payback. I was like, bro, like, they literally had a week to prepare for this, and they put on one hell of a show. I loved it. I thought it was I great. Payback was probably better than SummerSlam, to be, in my opinion. I agree. I, I, I low-key agree. I thought Payback was a lot better than SummerSlam. Uh, it... They didn't. They didn't have a lot to work with for SummerSlam, you know, with this whole pandemic and everything. But not yeah. to say it was a bad show. It just wasn't the greatest I, but I do agree I thought Payback was better than SummerSlam I just thought the matches on Payback were just a little you know better than what SummerSlam you know but you know you just that's what you have to work with man so yeah hey you know to each their own you know a lot of people would disagree but you know that's that's what wrestling fans are man we all have our disagreements yeah everybody has their opinion man and sometimes they're not good and sometimes good. <laughs> yeah sometimes but, they're good but you, you can have your own opinion on what whatever you like man yeah just, man sometimes you gotta tone it down a little bit and just you know enjoy and be a fan sometimes right right um so for the nurse who don't know brandon scott how did mr Ec- mr excellence really come out into the world of professional wrestling oh uh, well i started uh watching wrestling with my dad when i was three four years old and i just you know tell the story all the time i felt i fell in love with it the very first time i watched it um it's what i wanted to do it's what i know knew as a child what i wanted to grow up to be like everybody knows what they want to be normally as a child i want to grow up to be this i knew that i wanted to be a professional wrestler and uh my dad took me to my very first live event which was WCW. Wow. And it was at my high school, actually, that I went to school at. So, what? That's sick. Yeah, because WCW would come around in the early 90s. So they were coming around until about 93, I think. And so you would see everybody from, you know, Sting, Vader, Flair, the Road Warriors, the Steiner Brothers, you know, everybody, Harley Race. That you, like, 
just you would see everybody that you would see in WCW back in the early nineties. And I, I just, you know, I just fell in love, man. And, uh, and then as I got, you know, older, you know, me and my dad, we just started going to more wrestling events, more indie shows, and we would drive a few hours to, you know, indie shows all over the East coast. And, uh, I actually started going to this school in Hagerstown, Maryland. Uh, it's called the House of Pain Superior Pro Wrestling Training Center, ran by John Rambo. Started going there when I was like 12, 13, watching shows. And uh, from there, you know, I just kept going and going and going. And eventually, uh, when I was old enough, I actually won a contest to be a special guest referee at, for one of the matches. Oh, that's sick. Which was insane. I was like, I was like 17 years old. I, I had no clue, like, what I was doing. They're like, oh, you won the raffle. You get the referee this match. And I'm like, what? You know? Like, <laughs> I, I was, I, dude, I was such, I was, like, one of the biggest marks. So I'm still a mark. But uh, it was just cool, man. And then after that, I'd email Rambo and be like, hey, if you uh, need a ref for your Tuesday night shows or your Saturday night practice shows, let me know. Because I know that they were always having trouble, you know, with refs coming down for, you know, the Tuesdays and Saturday shows. And he let me do another one. And, like, I did, like, the whole show. And after that, he was, like, kind of like, hey, you need to sign up. I can't let you keep doing these for free. And I ended up talking it over with my dad, and I signed up. And I started out, you know, being a referee. And I did that for about a year and a half, two years. And uh, (laughs) I was training to wrestle at that time. And uh, I started wrestling. I started my wrestling training. And I had my first match uh, out of nowhere. It was kind of like a last-minute thing. Uh, uh, it was on a Sunday in Hagerstown at the wrestling school. And uh, they were short someone. And he was like, he was like, John was like, do you want to wrestle? And I was kind of like, uh, yeah, I want to wrestle. Like, of course. <laughs> but the downfall, I mean, it wasn't a downfall. But, like, back then I was like, I was so excited. And they are like, do you mind working a, a, a girl and i was like no uh, I, I was like oh, okay because like i was really good friends with her anyways and uh uh he was like okay well we'll put you under a mask and we'll call you the amazing pat the amazing if you remember, pat. That, if you remember that movie uh pat where you didn't know if she was a male or you didn't know she was a female you wasn't wasn't sure and so that was my very first official match and uh you know the rest of it is like history after that i was hooked and i wanted to be in the ring i didn't want to referee anymore i just wanted to wrestle and occasionally i still had to referee because we were always short on refs so i feel like i feel like a lot of the questions are going to be asked um who was the girl you wrestled in your first match um her name is ferrari she's married to a guy named mark mandrake they actually live in florida they they've been around for a long time they're from new york moved to florida but uh i'm not sure if they do anything as of right now if they're even active in the ring but like uh yeah i'm not sure i I still keep in contact with them because they're really good people but i'm just not sure if they actually do anything in the ring at all anymore that's awesome. It's like, what was it like stepping into the ring for the first time, even as a referee? Like when you won that contest, it must have been kind of surreal. Dude, it was surreal. Like, uh, I don't even know how to explain. I was just so, I was so excited. I was so marking out. Um, <laughs> you know, like, because I was like, what do I do? Where do I stand? Where do I go? I I knew I knew what a ref did. I just like 
in the moment you're you're there and you're kind of like what do i do i know what i'm doing but i don't know what i'm doing if that makes any makes yeah. any sense oh, i know i've been watching wrestling pretty much my whole life so i know what a referee does i know what they do it's just doing the right thing right growing you grew up as a wcw fan um correct I did, man. That, that is correct. That's all we really watched. I mean, we would flip back and forth to WWE, you know, when WCW would go on commercials or, <laughs> you know, or Raw was, nine, was it 9 to 11? Yeah. And uh, WCW was 8 to 10 at one time. So I wouldn't catch the last hour of Raw until they started doing, you know, the three-hour Nitro. So. Oh, but Jesus. Yeah, man, I was in love with WCW, man. I, I miss WCW so much, but at the end of WCW, it just got really, really bad. <laughs> Who are your favorite wrestlers on WCW? Oh, uh, all-time, well, all-time favorite, Sting, man. Of course, he's a GOAT. Sting, man. Sting and uh, Warrior were my my favorites, like, as a kid. Uh, but I did, I liked the Horsemen, even though, like, like I didn't like the NWO part. Like, I was always kind of, like, for the baby faces. I was never for the bad guys. Like, I always just, you know, I was always, like, good guys all the way, you know? I feel and, like uh, a lot of young fans are like that, though. I was like that. I started watching wrestling in 06, and I was a huge, uh, huge Cena mark. I mean, I feel like a lot of people were at that time when they started watching wrestling, especially, like, 12 years old. It, it, it's crazy, man, because, like, when I looked at people that liked the NWO, I was like, why do they like them? I don't understand. You know? <laughs> and then, like, I, I'll never forget, if you remember this, if, if you were a Nitro fan and you if you went back and watched episodes, I'm not sure how old you are, but I cried like a little baby when I thought Sting joined the NWO. <laughs> like, that where they where it was going off air and he was going into the limo, like, and Sting jo- like got in the limo with the NWO. Like, the next day in school, I cried in the stall so bad. <laughs> I was like, why is he doing this? He's like, he's a good guy. He can't join the bad guys. Dude, I love that. You're passionate. You're passionate about something you love. I am, man, dude. Like, wrestling's just different now. But, like, I guess everything has to evolve. I just, like, I don't know. I just believed it so much, man. You still, I mean, I feel like fans nowadays still take it to heart. I mean, I, I know I do. Um, I, I love wrestling, man, and it's it's something we're all very, very, very passion, passionate about. I mean, you have to be, man. Like, if you're a wrestling fan, like, you just have to be passionate, and you gotta love it, man. Yeah, no, no, no doubt, especially with, like, these upcomer NXT guys. You're looking at these guys in NXT, and when they get called up to the main roster, you're you're saying to yourself, they better not fuck them over in NXT, because I'll be pissed. And look what they, I don't know, who look what they did. They're doing so much with, uh, they did that a lot with a lot of wrestlers. Nakamura's not doing anything. Neville didn't do shit after NXT. And that's just to name two. And there's quite a bit more that I can't name off the top of my head. Right, right. No, it, it, it's a lot. It is, man. But I feel like they deal with a lot of stuff there too, man. It's it's such a, it's like a it's like a huge oil machine, man. They can chew you up and spit you right out. So it's crazy. You also, I mean, you also uh, think like, what the hell do they do in the back to deserve this? Yeah, I mean, sometimes <laughs> they don't do anything to deserve it. It just 
kind of happens, man. Yeah, and that's just how they write them, write write them through uh through wrestling, I guess. So, right. You know, so like walk us through some of like your highlight career moments. You know, after you were done training, after your first match, fast forward two years later, what where where's your career numb? Where was your career after your first match? So, man, I stayed <clears throat> at the House of Pain for a lot of years before I actually got my foot out the door and started actually traveling and making a name for myself. I stuck at that school, I think it was for five or six years before I even really did anything. I mean, I was having matches. I was wrestling every weekend. I was wrestling every Tuesday. I was wrestling every Saturday. I was training every Monday. I was training every Thursday. So I was I was in the ring a lot. I was getting a lot of experience, but I wasn't I wasn't getting better, I felt like. Just because I was staying in one spot, I was wrestling the same guys over and over again. I was in front of the same crowd over and over again. I had some great matches though, like I can't get over it. I, I was 19 years old and I was wrestling Jimmy the Superfly Snuka. Holy I was fuck. Wrestling T- I was wrestling Tito Santana. It, just crazy, crazy stuff that, like, I never thought would happen to a 19-year-old kid, you know? That's wild. That At 19 years old, I must... I don't even want to know the kind of nerves that were going through your head in, at that time in the ring facing them. Oh, dude... Nervous wasn't even the word for it. I, I can't even think of the word for it. But yeah, man, it was cool, man. I was just a small, skinny kid that was a hundred and twenty pounds. Jeez. And I'm wrestling these. I'm I'm wrestling legends in the ring, man. I had uh, an, another guy that I was in the ring with all the time was the great Sam O. And wow. Like, he he kind of like took he took me under his wing a little bit. I had a match. I had a tag match at the time, and I remember I, I wrestled wrestled him and after the match he he liked me so much he liked my attitude he uh invited me to come up to wxw and like he wrote down his email address and he was like hey email me i want you to come up here and and uh and i went up to wxw which was crazy man dude that's a that's a wild story like it's crazy how wrestlers branch out afterwards after all you know a certain certain moment yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, it took me a while to, you know, build up the courage to, you know, want to branch out and, you know, get out of that. I wanted to get out, but like at the time, like, I just could couldn't get out. If long story, I'm not gonna explain all that, but it's just a long story of why I didn't get out at the time that I did. Hey, it's all good. It's a different story for another time. Um, after right. yeah, if, after you were done training, what? What was the time length before you got, you know, your first official match? I know, oh, like, man. it's like a throwback wish, Thursday with all these questions. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I wish I would have kept a journal on my matches and my first match and when it happened, and I didn't, and I so regret that. I used There, there used to be a referee that would come to the House of Pain that uh, his name was Lloyd Dolan, bless his heart. Uh, God rest his soul because he's not with us anymore. But he would sit down and write down every match that he would referee in notebooks. And I would always look at him and be like, what the crap is he doing? And now I understand why he did it, man. I wish I could go back and look at those notebooks and be like, this is who I wrestled on this date. Hey, you know, it's all good. It's never too late to start tracking your matches after. Yeah, it's not. It's not, but... I've had so many good matches 
they like I can't remember what date they were. I remember who they were against, but I don't remember when they were. <laughs> it's all good. Um, I know you wrestle a lot for M on MCW. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my uh, mainstay promotions, and it, it took me a while to get in there too. Uh, the story on that was uh, Dan McDevitt. He's he's one of the owners of MCW, and uh, I was always trying to. I would go down to MCW. I'd watch. I watched a couple times, you know, because I had friends that wrestled there, so I'd go down and hang out. You know, try to get your foot in the door. But I emailed Dan McDevitt one day and was like, "Hey, uh, what do I got to do? You know, to get on these shows?" He, uh, I sent him all my information, and he was like, "Look here, Brandon. I know who you are. Dick Karakoff already told me who you are." Um, he's like. I really don't have the time to watch the indies like I used to. But, you know, when something opens up down here at MCW, I will contact you personally. And I think a year went by maybe before I heard from him. And it was a few months before the Shamrock Cup. And uh, he was like, hey, Brandon, he's like, we got a spot. Would you like to be in the Shamrock Cup? And I opened that message and I said, heck, uh, you know, I was like, yes, I want to be in it. Yes, I'll be there. And... That was my start at MCW. I had a match against Bo Nakoda in the qualifying matches, and we put on one of the best matches of the night. Because I remember Mike Johnson from the PWI, he was there. If you know, do you know Mike Johnson? Oh, yeah. He was there. He was on commentary, and he was like, he's like, man, you guys put on one hell of a wrestling match. He's like, it was one of the best of the night. And uh, from there, it just... I was gone for maybe like a month from MCW and they called me to come back again. And from there, the rest just kind of history. I'm, I've been there for five years, every, pretty much every show that they've had. I've heard so many amazing things about MCW. MCW is I'm sure, you know, a big promotion up in Maryland. Uh, is there like a lot of big time promotions up in Maryland? There's not too many. I mean, because Maryland is just a hard state to run in because of the commission to begin with. MCW has been around pretty much one of the longest promotions that I know of in Maryland. And it's one of the biggest and best, you know, on on the East Coast. So, so many people were always trying to get in there. I can't imagine the emails that they get a day from workers, wrestlers trying to get in to MCW because it's just a great place to be. It's a great atmosphere. It's just like we're all good friends, you know. We all get along and everything, so. If I ever go out to Maryland, I'm sure I will. I have a friend who lives up there who tells me all about MCW. He's a big fan of yours, Alex Fuentes. Shout out to Alex. Uh, he. Oh, hey, yeah, Alex. <laughs> yeah, he, he actually has a question. He wants to know. Will you guys ever, will you ever have a rubber match with the uh, trilogy, with the National Treasure, and the uh, Real World's Champion, Nick Aldis? Oh, man, I would love to. Uh, third match is a charm, right? Yeah, third match is a charm. I've Hopefully been, you I've understood been, that question. Waiting. I've been waiting, man. I have a pinfall over him in a two out of three false match. So oh, shit. I think, I think I should get a rematch. Um, but it's all up to the NWA, and it's all up to Nick Aldis. I'm... I'm just waiting, man. How did that opportunity come about? You got to wrestle, you know, Nick Aldis. He's a big name up up, up in wrestling, man. That must have been a huge honor for you. So, man, my first match I had against Nick Aldis was in my hometown in Harrisonburg, Virginia. I wrestled him for the Global Force Wrestling Championship. 
So when GFW was around, and uh, that was the first time I got the honor to wrestle Nick. He's a great dude, great worker. Um, but the next time was, you know, again, was at MCW for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. And that came about because Dan McDevitt, he pretty much was like, hey, we're bringing Nick Aldis in. We want you to wrestle him. And uh, that's pretty much how it happened, man. And uh, the match went so good. That at the, at the very end of the match, we got a standing O from everybody, and like everybody was like chain rematch and stuff like that, and like everybody wanted to see a rematch between us because it was just that good. Uh, I definitely put that at the top, one of the top matches of of my career. Huge honor to wrestle that big. Oh of a yeah, game. man, dude! I, I like growing up. You know, my dad's a big NWA fan. His dad was a big NWA fan, so like you know wrestling for the world heavyweight championship was like amazing man uh one of those things that you can't even explain it i can't even imagine wrestling you know being a wrestler and like wrestling someone like you know like a childhood you know your favorite childhood wrestler or like someone in like just a big name it it must be kind of nerve-wracking but like just unbelievably amazing it is man uh, because they they make you work and uh they they make you they make you work and hopefully you look good doing it against them man and like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you got a standing ovation so you guys did something right we did man it was a, a good match i definitely you know like i said i put it at the top of top match of my career or one of them at least yeah what has been the hardest thing you know thus far about being a professional wrestler um The bumps, the bruises, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, no, just the timing and everything, man. And like, you know, sometimes, you know, when is that opportunity going to come? And it, when you hear, you know, how good you are, why you're not signed and, you know, it just gets in your head, you know, like, why am I not signed or why, what am I doing wrong? Why am I, why am I not there? Why is this person, you know, just things like that. And you just got to keep pushing on, man, and, like, uh, doing your best. And hopefully, you know, one day that opportunity comes and you can just, you know, kick down that door and, uh, you know, grab that contract, man. Oh, yeah. A lot of people know there's wrestling, independent wrestling all over the world. It It's kind of mind-blowing and overwhelming to a, to a good factor where we have so much wrestling out here. And it's just crazy. What are some promotions that you would love to work for that you haven't really had the opportunity to work for yet? Oh, man, like, promotion-wise, I would love to, you know, uh, I would love to, you know, do some AEW stuff. Uh, I was there at their first show that they had in D.C., which was really cool. Uh, very laid-back atmosphere. I'd like, I'd love to do some Impact stuff, some Ring of Honor stuff. You know, just something, you know, to get my name out there and more, more platforms, you know. So, but there's a there's a, there's a a lot of indies too, man, that i like, you know, to get a chance to go back to. I would love to go back to Russell Bro up in New Jersey. Um, I'm not sure, uh, does uh, uh, Russell, is it Circus that still runs? Do they still run at all? No, I think they got shut down last summer. That, that would have been a good promotion that I would, uh, you know, would like to, you know, got the experience uh 
PWG, that would be awesome to go out to California and do that, man. Oh, that'd be nuts. I would love to go to PWG, man. Holy shit, man. Yeah, the atmosphere it, up there is insane. It is, man. They just, they love wrestling, man. They just, they love it. And that's, I, that's what I love about crowds, when they love wrestling like that, and they're not just sitting there on their hands, man. Yeah. Because it makes our job, it makes our job a little bit tougher, so. If they're into it, we're more into it. I don't know how, you know, quote-unquote, quote-unquote, wrestling fan will go to a show and just sit on their hands and not cheer, not go crazy over certain bumps. Like, uh, what? That makes the wrestling show even more boring if the crowd's not into it. Right, right. You know, the wrestling could be there. It could be five-star matches all around. If the crowd's not into it, it's like, uh, okay, well, this show show is shit because the wrestling, the crowd wasn't into it. Yeah. You know? And uh, also, I would love to go work for NWA, man. Like, that's... They, they have such a cool thing going on right now, the power. Yes. Hopefully that can start back up again soon because I think that is, like, that's one of the coolest things that's going on in wrestling right now. Dude, I, I hope for the best for you, man. I'm from Connecticut, and uh, I go to a lot of Northeast wrestling shows, and I definitely hope to see you up up, up in my neck of the woods sometime. I have been up to... I've been up to... Uh, Massachusetts. I did New England All Star Wrestling. Oh, okay. I, uh, so I've wrestled Anthony Green there before, and I've also wrestled at uh, is it what's his name? You just had him on your podcast. I'm trying to think. Is it Cameron or uh, oh gosh, why can't I not think of his name? Cam Zagami. No, Casanova. Is it Casanova? Oh, Christian Casanova. Christian Casanova, yeah, yeah. Man, he's awesome too. Yeah, I heard yeah. a lot about uh, New England wrestling, uh, Northeast wrestling, man. It's even New England wrestling is crazy. Yeah, and I've been to Connecticut once to wrestle, and that was oh, uh, maybe like six, seven years ago. Oh shit! Nice. Well, yeah. do you remember the promotion? Oh, I'm not sure if they even still run. I'm trying to think. I think the guy's name was it Joe. Joe, Joseph Smith. Uh, I can't remember who ran the, the promotion. <laughs> uh, man, I'm trying to think of what it was called. Oh, uh, that sucks. I can't remember, man. I'm sorry. Nah, don't worry. Don't be sorry, man. Honestly, after we end the podcast, you'll be like, oh, that was the podcast. God, that was the show. Damn it. Like, you yeah. know, it's all, it's all good, man. Don't worry about it. Uh, Brandon. I remember it was around Halloween when I was up there and the, and the actual, the hurricane was hitting and everybody was like buying gas and like, it was insane, man. Oh shit, damn, that's crazy. I don't know if you remember that or not. It was like, I think it was like six, seven years ago whenever the hurricane was coming through and like, I remember like we were leaving like after the show because we're like, we're not getting called in this stuff and like, we were trying to find gas and every gas station was sold out of gas. <laughs> was it a snowstorm? No, it was a, it was the hurricane. Uh, one of the hurricanes that was coming. I can't remember which hurricane it was. Huh? Yeah, I remember. I I remember we had a uh, a bad bad snowstorm up here in October of like 2011, and it was to the point where they had to cancel Halloween up here. Oh really? Yeah, it was nuts, man. We we got hit hard. It, this, like I said, this was like 2011. And it was, like, a week before Halloween. The snow was so bad. They were like, yeah, no one's going trick-or-treating tonight. You guys would go, like, a week after. It was nuts. <laughs> it was, it was cr- a lot of people laugh at that when I say, yeah, Halloween was canceled. They go, damn, really? Is that bad? But, yeah, no, it was really bad. 
It's crazy. Brandon, thank you. This was so much fun talking to you, man. Thank you so much yeah, for coming man, on. Dude, thank you for having me. I'm glad everything finally worked out and we were able to get a time. And Yeah, I'm glad too. Sometime we, can, sometime we can do it again if you want me back on. I'll, Absolutely. To you, man. Absolutely. I know we've been... Uh, you know, talking back and forth for like since April, and I'm glad we were able to finally, you know, link link our um, link our timing up to do the uh, podcast. Yeah, for sure, man. And I hope uh, hope this was good for you. It was fun for me. Oh, hell yeah, it's bro! Nice. It's nice to actually talk about wrestling again to actually someone. So yeah, I hope it was good for you too, man. Uh, thank you. It was, man. I love talking about wrestling. I can talk about it all day, every day. Same here, bro. Uh, yeah, man. Drop some plugs. Where can those? Uh, where can the nerds find you? Oh, the nerds of wrestling can find me. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, if you're looking on Twitter, it's Brandon Scott. Instagram, it's Brandon Scott. And if you go to Facebook, just look up Brandon Scott. You can find me. There you go, nerds. And, and, and if you can't find me. I'm sorry, but you should be able to find me. I should be like the top brand that Scott, I think. Maybe. I don't know. There you go, nerds. Definitely go check out Brandon Scott. Uh, Brandon, thank you so much again, man. Uh, I hope to meet you sometime uh, at some shows, bro. Yeah, man. Make your way down to Maryland, dude. You definitely got to come check out the Shamrock because I'm waiting to defend my championship, my trophy. So, I, If I ever head out to Maryland for a show, I will definitely let you know. Well, I know that they're talking. I saw Dan McDevitt, he made a post about them being able to do outside shows that could have up to 250 people. Oh, so shit. it's possible that they might do an outside show at the Joppa Arena where they run the normal, you know, MCW at the MCW shows. So. Wow. <laughs> so hopefully MCW has a show soon because I'm ready to, you know, get back in the ring and Start doing my job again. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Uh, I will definitely keep a, a, a lookout for that. Cool. Anyway, Brandon, thank you so much, bro. Uh, have a great night. You know, stay safe and wash those hands. I know. Dude, I, I have to use hand sanitizer every, like, two minutes. <laughs> it's to the point where you got to do it because we're so paranoid about it. Yeah, man, I'm always paranoid, but, you know, <laughs> what can you do if you get it, man? Like, yeah. you're either going to get it or you're not going to get it, so. Just stay safe, right? Stay safe, man. Thank That's you it. for having me. I appreciate All right. it. All right, man, you too. Thanks, buddy. Bye. 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 And that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.